Well, welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, look, it's the Wells. Some of them, the Wells. <laughs> you had a rough night, didn't you? Yeah, I had a I had a wonderful day. Are you kind of dead? Yeah, pretty much. I want that hour of my life back. Yes, Inside and the yeah, yeah. Being a time change weekend doesn't help either. All right, so I I, I want to throw this out here. We mm-hmm. are recording this well in advance of when these are going to drop. Yeah. I was supposed to be traveling. Coronavirus said, "Ha ha." Try again, sucker. Uh-huh. So, in other words, if news breaks and we're not covering it, it's because we're literally doing this like three weeks out yes. in advance. Severe time travel. Yes, very much. It's severe. a big time time one. Good yeah. night. Yeah. 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 So even like talking about what you, the fuck Wells did is pointless because oh, I don't be know. Like I still think past. it's a pretty fun story. Like you know when you're when you're that feeling when your group text gets a gets a, a text from Wells saying, "Hey, we should totally do." A hard seltzer show. Yes. And I'm like, all right, I'll, who's got your phone? Yeah. And I'll provide everything. Yeah, who's got your... Well, that part, yeah. But I mean, it's like... <laughs> that goes who, without saying. But, but I mean, it's like, yeah, because I ain't buying them. But like, who's got your phone, Wells? Come on. And then later, here's a picture of Wells holding up a can of White Claw. And it's like, oh, dang. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, dang. It got oh, to that point. It, yeah, we, we went there. That was worth it. Mm. <laughs> was it now? It was. It was. I... Would like the rest of my brain cells back, but you know, happens. So, yesterday was a really big day in Charlotte Beer, right? Like Unknown and uh, Divine Barrel had their anniversary parties, and and then Divine Barrel really knows how to have a second birthday. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, their beers were fantastic. They released Comfort and Darkness, so or again. They yeah, say, that was the one out, they did the so bottles of. That's like, right. Yeah. So yeah, and we sat on one for like uh-huh. a is, hot minute. It is hotly good still. And uh and then to follow that up, Unknown had their six and a half-ish anniversary party, complete with Petey Pablo. And dude, I am smiling so big. That was I, I am still just that shocked that Unknown is like that old. Yeah, isn't that weird? It's fucking crazy. But shoot, I mean the their beers last night were surprisingly good. Like I, I earned that white claw. Damn it! I think they can make good beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No follow up. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No follow up. No, there. I no. no I, I mean, we've had some of their stuff. Yep. That is good. I mean, the giggle juice. That and the, is a statement of fact. Yep. But you know, just giggle, giggle juice and the six and a half ish anniversary beer. Like you know what? I'm I'm smiling. It was. Good times, right on. Nice. Plus, Petey Pablo, man, tons of. God, I haven't heard. My I haven't heard that name in forever. I, look, I, it was fun. It was a really fun time. <laughs> I can't believe it. I had a, I had a blast. Absolute blast. Yeah, I got out. Um, well, I actually met up with Wells at Old Mac. They were uh, having a special uh, press junket for their. Oh, uh, that's their, right. For the new can releases. So, um, you know, it's interesting. You know, you, you, you see people get very staunch on one particular statement, thought, platform, what have you, and almost go kicking and screaming. And then suddenly like the light hits and it's like, oh yeah, this does totally make sense. So uh, for a number of years, we've, I don't say we, like we've had anything to do with it, but for a number of years, some of the feedback that old Mex had is, you know, love your beer, be great at the pool, can't have glass at the pool. Um, a year or so ago, they came out and, uh, we're doing a limited run of a plastic-based bottle that was going to be there, but more, mainly more for venues, less for like you know average right. Joe at the, at the grocery store. 
And now they've got cans. So, you know, Captain Jack, uh, Southside, Hornet's 704, Nest. Hornet's Nest. Copper. Um, yeah. Like, like you know, and, and Frubach was in there, too. Um, you know, so, so I would assume then this is like new retail packaging, not just for venues, like the plastic Right. Bottles. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, you can buy it uh, apparently before even the event. But uh, uh, talking to Ryan and he said, you know, they, they finally had somebody approach them that had a non-BPA lined can. So um, they did a bunch of tests on it and, you know, we're looking for this, looking for that. And, and they're real satisfied with the result that came out of it. So you can get your old mech and cans now. Right on. Uh, which is pretty cool. And then... Um, we, we got to talking, too, about the new bottle caps. I don't know if you guys seen the new bottle caps that they've got. Yes, but, uh, I actually really like those. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of gotten away from, like, so, you know, traditionally, if you're thinking about a bottle of beer, uh, it has the crimped on crown cap. Um, but what Old Mex moved to is this new type that really, <laughs> I mean, it almost looks like it's not on there well enough. You know, it looks like it would very easily come off. And it has a pull tab. Kind of like the old, old, old school beer cans did. Yep. And sure enough, you grab that little plastic pull tab and you, you know, pull on it and the whole cap comes off. Yep. And apparently, again, you know, take this for what it's worth, but apparently they uh, did a bunch of testing on that and looked at like levels of dissolved oxygen to prevent oxidation. Apparently it does better than even regular bottles do. So, you know... Like, on one hand, that's really cool. Uh, apparently, it's maybe like two or three cents more a bottle, I think you said. But, um, you know, it's really cool. It'll be interesting to see if that becomes more of the norm. You know, we've seen yeah. a lot of new innovations in packaging come out that get people excited, but they just, for whatever reason, don't take off. I mean, for crying out loud, the plastic bottles that they were trying to do never really took off. The 360 cans. The 360 cans. You know, so there's a lot of interesting things that are out there but i mean you got to get adoption um you know they're apparently committed to it because reasons uh and hopefully they stick with it I, and that sounds bad but i mean you know like it's it's a neat idea i really like it it's especially great from the crap where did i put my bottle over because especially in today's environment like the number of times that we open a bottle on this show compared to a can are few and far between it's, anymore. it's less than 10 percent at this point yep Mm. I don't know that we've, I mean, yeah, you go back and look, but still. Yeah, it's crazy. The the amount of beer that comes in cans now. It's absolutely mind-boggling. I remember it was such a, a novelty. Like, yeah. yeah, like I, you were it, talking about when you absolutely said, blew my mind, like, 10W40? Yeah. There's an Imperial Stout in cans? Who knew? Yeah. Right. Like, what a that, world! Yeah. And and now everybody's doing everything in cans. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the transition's been crazy over the last oh, man. Look, couple of years. This stout comes in a can. Can you believe it? But it all ships so much better too. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'm sure isn't the main end goal, but you know, I was packing up a box of stuff to send down to Chuck and it's like, eh, it's all cans. This is nice. Yeah, I don't have to worry about like breakage. breakage. Yes. Yes. Yep, exactly. Alright, ready for news? Let's do it. Are we? So, Lagunitas has a CEO that has stepped down. And that CEO is not Tony, believe it or not. I, I didn't think I didn't consider Tony to be the CEO, right? Like I thought he was more like the owner right. and like head troll. Head troll. Well, I mean, how would you describe his yeah, role sense. in life, you know? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You're right. Uh, sorry, I'm drinking a little slow. Clearly. But, so the CEO has stepped down claiming 
slow growth in the craft beer sector. Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? We, we have so many more brands out there. And when you work for Heineken, <laughs> you know, they're going to have expectations. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, but apparently like since Lagunitas has taken over brewing, um, what the, the fuck is the beer that they took over? The Newcastle Brown thingy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently people fucking hate it now. Well, like everybody hates it. So I almost want to buy it to try it. That's on you. Yeah. How can do you that screw on your up offer? Newcastle? Uh, like, apparently they've overhopped it. Oh, come on. Leo that doesn't alone. sound like a thing I would expect from Lagunitas ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, you overhopped something? Really? So I, I, I'm I actually. Do they get stupid with their hops? Is that what you're trying to say? They oh. did. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. So this one's kind of a, a fun read. I found this on Reddit. Oh. Yes. And apparently, yes. this is the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Chicken Little, the sky is falling. Right. Uh, basically, the the poster in this says, "Hey, we're all fucked. Craft beer is done." What? Yep. So, in a world where we've been talking for six years, taking hot takes on this and that, I feel like the one consistent thing that we've said is that. It's not really a bubble. Yes, there's going to be challenges. Yeah. The cream will rise to the top. But I mean, I, I went through and the more I read this, the more angry I got. Because, it, you know, this is like, this is that moment from Billy Madison, right? At no point in your nonsical, meandering string of words did you come close to making a point. There's a couple points in there. But I mean, like some of it, like he starts going down this path about um, the price to retailer. And the distributor makes this much money. Cool. And then like like there's nothing else to that comment, right? right? Yeah, I mean yep. it's it's to me and in the I'm gonna be picky here, because it's Reddit. Yeah. Bad grammar, bad spelling. You've been in the industry for ten years, but at no point do you say what you've done. So you're, you know, somebody who's upset that it's not going your way, you wanna you know, be loud and ostentatious because that's the thing that you do. I the mean, again, bubble is here. Craft beer is fucked. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I, there's a, there's some really good commentary later on down uh, from some of the other people, but like, you know, like one of the things and I, I guess I never put this together or thought of it this way, but you know, the common sky is falling. Um, um, story that gets put out there is that, you know, like white claw is just going to decimate craft beer. And it's yep. like, but it's not, right? Because it's a different market. Yes, exactly. I don't know, like, you know, we're, I'm looking here, and I mean, other than this, like, steam beer, we've got two IPAs, and I don't know what that, that last one, last one's an IPA too, yep. right? Yes, yeah, so we got, you know, three hoppy beers and a steam beer. Um, at no point would I ever look at any of those and go, you know what, I really don't want something hoppy. Uh, let me go have some claws. Right. As, as our local resident white claw drinker <laughs> from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say I'm, like... Yeah, I can't say I'm done drinking craft beer. Like that was until he he brings his first white claw in for us, and then all of a sudden, we, when we do the whole like truly on show. the other hand, <laughs> but I mean, like, but no, no, no it, you're, it you're makes exactly sense, right? right because and and maybe I don't know. I feel like maybe we got close to this point, but never really made it. Most of the folks that are looking for white claw are looking for an easy drinking way to get drunk. 
which isn't typically craft beer. Yes, there will be some attrition as some folks spend a little bit more of their budget towards that as opposed to regular. But like at no point do I look at anybody here in town and go, oh, yeah, man, they're they are big trouble because White Claw. Yeah. White Claw outs what the, the one note on here. White Claw outsold all of craft beer last year. Cool. So good for them. Yeah. But did craft beer drop like to zero? No, it didn't. You know, so yes, there will be some residual overlap, but I, you know, somebody made the point that the rose all day crowd, the the people who are looking for something that's, you know, more gluten tolerant, the yep. people who, you know, are just looking for something light and fizzy. I mean, you know, there's times during the week that like I'll have some form of a carbonated beverage and drop some tequila in it. It's a little different than a spiked seltzer, if you will. But at the same time, it's almost exactly what a spiked seltzer is. Well, right? yeah, it is. But, you know. Mm, and a better version of it. A damn better version of it, man. I'm telling you, you take some of that spindrift uh, lime, throw some tequila in there. It's like having a margarita. There you go. But but I, don't, but, but I mean, that's like, I'm not, I, I haven't stopped buying beer because of that. Well, and as I say, to that point, like, I see White Claw as something like, my wife is a prime example, doesn't really like beer, doesn't drink beer. So if we were to go out to a brewery and they happen to have a spike seltzer on tap, that would be something for her to yeah. have if they didn't have wine. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm not running out to replace all these IPAs with Truly and... Yeah, I, I want the a barrel-aged uh, hard seltzer. <laughs> it's coming, remember? We talked about it on... Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Like I, I don't see... The brewery that says that we're no longer going to make regular beer, we're just going to make seltzer, I feel like is putting themselves in a worse spot than if they just ride out the course. Having a seltzer on tap is probably going to benefit them in the same way that having some wines on tap does because it helps bring, it makes them more accessible to everybody. Um, But yeah, like I don't see hard seltzer being the reason that craft beer is in trouble. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of comments in here about... How great the big beer uh, is in terms of employees and how they treat their employees, but then he, you know, I say he, I don't know. but then the comment also gets made that they they do some shady stuff too. So it's like, well, which is it? Yeah. Y- either you're going to prop up big beer and say they're great, or you're going to say they're terrible. You can't say both. I understand that a new fledgling business who's trying to get off the ground may work their people hard. Yes. Until they can start making money, they may not pay their people well. But I also know there's a lot of demand to get into the beer industry for a lot of, you know, normal people that don't know what is all involved in that. Yep. And if you're telling me you're going to work a sales rep hard, I mean, I'm sorry. That's kind of how that, that's how all sales reps are. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, short of being, you know, in an industry where you kind of have the market cornered and, you know, you can just sit back and take orders. Sales reps work hard. Yeah. So like, I hope this guy, girl, whatever, you know, I hope they feel better after having post this. Uh, didn't seem like they were too interested in taking any feedback on it. Yeah. I noticed. And that. so, you know, Cool, you know. Peace out. Yelling at the internet. Craft yeah. beer is fucked. Well, it's not going to die, but you know. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, there's this whole diatribe in here about, you know, placements in, you know, uh, grocery stores and and stuff like that. And how that's going to get much worse and. Yeah, but we all knew that. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I mean, nothing new. Huh. 
So speaking of Reddit, this actually got posted on our subreddit slash r slash craft. Oh, who gets credit for that? Uh, I'd have to pull it up again. <laughs> I'm so bad about that part. I really am. You know who you are. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a new tap system that allows you to customize your beer's ABV. This is this is the dumbest thing. Yes, it is. I was going to say, are, did we not segue into the, like the Kickstarter game? Right. Is that what happened here? Yeah, it kind of feels that way. And, and they even put like why when they posted the this. Future the future is here and it's customizable ABV. Like, so so the idea here is they have... So, so really, this is like a Coke freestyle machine with alcohol involved. So they have a, a concentrated syrup based on their something something orange IPA, blood orange IPA. Yep. And so it's a, a concentrated version that they mix with sparkling water in an optional dosage of neutral flavored alcohol. This oh. is like making a white claw on demand, basically. Stupid. It's just, this is so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it really is. It is probably the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. And Jeff, you're right. This is a fucking freestyle. Like, we're going to ship you the syrup, like the flavor concentrate, and then you get to, do you want a natural, like, how do you want a small, medium, or large alcohol? Okay, so... A neutral, what to say? A neutral flavored alcohol. So we're talking vodka, right? Yeah. yeah. May, maybe Everclear. Yep. Um, so first off, the first person who figures out how to hack this machine is probably gonna, you know, go to the hospital. Yeah, probably. Here's my 100 ABV white but, claw. But after that, like, so <laughs> you ever have that thing where you go to like a uh, like a restaurant and you see the bottles of Heinz ketchup on the table and you're like, I wonder if that's actually Heinz ketchup in there because you know they're refilling them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the, I'm at the Mexican restaurant, margarita sounds good, but mm, I bet that's some crap level of tequila they're putting in there. Yep. What do you think they're going to be using for this? They're not going to be using top shelf stuff. It's going to be the cheapest thing they can get their hands yeah, on. Yeah, it'll be uh, Burnett's Vodka or whatever it's called. Is it Burnett's? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but you know, the thing that comes in like the handle and it's like 10 bucks, that's probably what they're using in all likelihood, which... We can all so say so. Like, so here's another question: na- nasty <clears throat> Have you ever been to a restaurant or a, a, a beer venue, and you're like, mm, "This blood orange IPA is good. I wish I could get like 1.3 more percent alcohol in it." Never, ever. Or have you ever said this would be really great if it had 1.3 percent less alcohol in it? Yes, totally, all the time. Uh, no, you haven't. <laughs> I just like I. Like, okay, this is cool that y'all have figured out how to do this. This didn't take it off. No, this is, yeah, this is dead. I, I mean, so he, he, he admits, while the first run has been really encouraging, it's not as good as traditional stuff. Then why make it? Because you can't. Like, well, we know it kind of sucks, but we're encouraged. God, just stop. Yeah. They were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, yep. they didn't stop to think about whether or not they should. Yeah, yep. this is... This is awful. Like, it's these customizable ABV beers are going to escape the park and run amok and yeah. start eating people. Exactly. It's, it's just like... A, or just, Ruben's going to die on the table. Occasionally, just something comes along and it's like, just what? Yeah. Just so cool. There's my what story. No. What? No, we've got no, we got this one, one too. <sighs> I, yeah, why, why again? Why bother? Yeah, so Budweiser is re- releasing a Nitro Reserve Gold beer. That's what I've always wanted from Budweiser: different bubbles, right? I want I want cascading Nitro bubbles in my Budweiser. That's that's going to change everything, for isn't me. it? No wonder craft beer is fucked. <laughs> this is what's going to end it all. Yeah, this is it. 
I feel like uh, this is one of those things that they have, like I, the the Budweiser R and D department has like a set of like big like Wheel of Fortune wheels that they spin, and it's like okay, okay, let's see, we're gonna do this month. Uh, okay, let's do our regular uh, Bud Heavy. Oh, and we're gonna do Nitro with it. Okay, cool, sweet. Because like, like every couple months they come out with some new thing. It's the throwback beer. It's the the copper beer. It's the blah blah. You know. Yep. And none of them ever last, ever. Right, which is an interest, you know, like on one hand, I'll sit here and complain about how that happens in the craft beer sector all the time. It's the beer that you make one time and never again. Uh, what? No, I, I'm pointing at oh, yeah, yeah, at, one at the said brewery oh, that yeah, does yeah. this all the time. They make, you know, it, and so you've got your like two or three core lineup, you know, Budweiser, but, you know, they will drop a beer as soon as it starts underperforming. And yep. it's... I guess maybe it's to take their their loyal customer base and try to squeeze another couple dollars out of them. I don't know, man. It's like who's to, to Wells's point. Who's asking for this marketing? And oh, people don't know how to pour nitro cans often. Like they'll you know you're supposed to completely just invert it and glug it, um, but your average consumer doesn't know how to properly pour one of these. Well, and your average and then, consumer is probably going to drink it out of the vessel that it came bingo. in. Bingo. Yeah. Of course. Go, this tastes then, weird. Is this yes. flat? This is, this is not going to work. This, this is a dumb idea. I mean, I've had a couple of nitro IPAs before, and I hated them. I just... I, I, hmm. I like nitro IPA. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but it's yeah, like... But remember when nitro IPA was a thing? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Josh was, remembers. It was I remember. years ago. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen a, a nitro IPA on for it's because been nobody a bought long, it. Yep, because everybody Bingo. tried a sample and went, "Yeah, that's gross. I don't want it anymore." And every now and then, people be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's not so bad." But for the most part, like now, I could totally see it working with a lot of these like super hazy, you know, like lactose <laughs> IPAs. Oh God! But hazy I, a hazy IPA do not on want nitro. please no. <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing the line there too. Please don't. <laughs> Ooh. Nitro seltzer. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> cut, him, cut him off. Uh, yeah, but we need to just end uh, the show. Uh, uh, we Bourbon barrel aged nitro <laughs> seltzer. Craft beer is fucked. Craft beer cast is fucked. We're I done. Hate to, I hate to say copyright 2020 craft beer cast. I really don't even want that one, but somebody's uh, going to do it. Hard seltzer aged in Willet barrels on nitro. Bring it. Pass. And that you can adjust the ABV by pouring extra vodka into. <laughs> God. What nightmare hellscape are we living in? <laughs> oh. Show me on the doll where craft beer touched you. And title. <sighs> so I've found this very interesting. And, and before we get too far into the weeds. Well, I, this one I, pissed me off too. Really? <laughs> ah, man. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Well. Because journalism. Okay. At no point does he answer his own question. Continue. Yes. So the, the question is, why do some beers not have ABV on their label? Because they don't have to, the end. Illegal. You're right. They don't have to. And the reason why, believe it or not, is in 1996, Coors went... They were trying to get a label approved. Uh, the... Whatever it was called before it was TTB. I could scroll, but I'm lazy. Uh, said, no, you can't use this label. Coors said, that's blocking first right amendments, freedom of speech. 
Took it all the way to the Supreme Court, won. And so now, in theory, you don't have to put ABV on your labels. But I have a question for you, Mr. Wells. Mm-hmm. Is it a legal requirement here in the state of North Carolina? Because some states it is legally required, some it is not. Uh, I'm actually, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. I, just it's kind of a practices thing that I've noticed that folks, if it's over 6%, maybe, then they then I see the ABV on it. Okay. But if it's under, then not so much. Gotcha. That's that's kind of a rule of thumb that I've noticed, at least. it's I, I don't believe, I'm not sure if there's a legal requirement, but uh, that's just kind of what I've noticed. Okay. Just curious. Do, do you have any other thoughts? No, it's just my, my issue here is that he uh, posted, he took a tweet. Like, like this is that thing you do in high school. He had uh, 144 characters that he stretched into like three pages. It's like, not that much. It's literally. 2.5 spaced with like eight inch margins. That's uh, that's all it is right there. It's it's not that big. It's The next story is, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, ne- the next one, I saw this, and I, and I had it my, my uh, email for a while, and I'm like, oh, we should, we should talk about this. And then you sent out the, the notes for today, and I'm like, oh, dang, it's that one. I should probably go read it. And I started reading it, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, it, it's another good beer hunting essay, basically. Which is, there's nothing wrong there, with there, it. It is great. It is a long read. Um, yes. The, I mean, most of these that I tend to find are somehow fucking essays. I can never find something that's like only two pages worth look, of You're looking at too many like recipes online, you know, <laughs> like right? the essay first. The honk heard around the world. Yes. I, I mean, basically. I, I talk eventually. Basically, what this story goes into is the effects that happened after Goose Island got bought. Like what it did to the craft beer scene, what it did to the people that were working there at the time. And how much it actually did kind of change the landscape of things. Because up yeah. to that point, before AB bought Goose Island, they hadn't done anything. Right. At all. Right. And so that was kind of like everybody, I think, in the industry went, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Yeah. Why Why is this a thing? Yeah. Like, I, holy like, shit. Can we go back to 10 seconds ago before I knew this was a thing? Right. Yeah. And, and it was crazy. Like, yeah. I, I still remember that happening and going, what the fuck? And then... The domino started falling. Yeah. And I thought what was interesting in this article, what I really resonated with was this uh, th- this kind of uh, story of the internal employee who kind of knows what's going on, but yes. can't say a thing about it. Yep. You know, um, the number of times, you know, when you work for a big company, the number of times that you hear, you know, depending on how acquisition focused that industry is, but, you know, like the number of times I've heard my company is going to get bought. Uh, going back to 2011, I think is in like almost triple digits at this point. Yeah, it's like every couple of months it comes around. Oh yeah, they're getting ready to buy us. No, they're not. Not going to happen. Um, but then if it does, like, how do you know? Like nobody's going to be able to tell you. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's this whole thing of like you know, trying to maintain this kind of company line. You know, at Goose Island of we don't know anything, but everybody else knows. You know. Well, and not, not only that, but like the article goes on to explain that 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 sales rep kind of had known for a while that something was going to happen, but right. didn't find out until the rest of the world did that it was AB the bottom. Like, yeah, could you yeah. imagine like that? That had to be kind of a gut punch. I would maybe, maybe. I, yeah, I mean, I, but I also I also recognize that that mentality in there of once the word finally gets out, you can relax and be like, yeah, I can talk about it now. 
Um, but only what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, that's very true. As somebody that has had to sign NDAs for yeah. you know pl- places that are getting outsourced and I'm having to go train and I can't say anything. Like yeah. when I disappeared a couple of years ago for a month and I was gone and I couldn't say anything. And I'm Were like, you hiking the Appalachian Trail? I was. He was uh, tied up in a rape dungeon. No, not that. Of his own design. Not not that either. But it it was nice when I could actually finally say, like, hey, I'm here. I'm in the Dominican Republic for the next fucking three weeks. Yeah. And I couldn't say anything for months, and it sucked. It's a pain in the ass. So, like always, we'll post this particular article in the show notes. And I do recommend you go through and read it. It is a long read, but it's really good because, again, just kind of deals with what happens when a... At that point, like nothing changes, everything stays the same. Well, when you think about Goose Island, as a prime example, as somebody from Indiana, Jeff, like, yep, I, I could imagine that that brewery probably carried some cachet in that area. Pretty yeah. big. Well, it, it, and it still does, right? I mean, you know, they still have people lining up for you know Bourbon County Day. <laughs> Because people are convinced, you know, like people still, you know, like to to a degree, they don't care who owns it. Right. Because in their mind, the beer is still good. Yeah. Which it is. I mean, I can't lie. It's as long as it's not infected. It's still good. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can say that for, well, never mind. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. and, And I think too, it's important for us to always remember there's that human side of it. Like, you know, we've been guilty yes. on this show, especially of somebody gets bought out and it's like, oh, you know, that sucks. Fuck and their them. beer sucks. You know, but I mean, you know, in a lot of cases. Pitchforks and knives. Yeah. It's not necessarily the delivery driver's fault that the beer sucks, but that individual's probably losing their job. And that kind of sucks. There's definitely a human side of it that, you know, is, I think, something we need to be mindful of. But yeah. Uh, Very true. Yeah, I mean, it, it was hard to have friends that have worked for a brewery that has gotten bought. And it's like, I may like you as a person, but I cannot support you anymore. You, yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'll be honest. That's something I kind of forgot about with them is how long you have worked in the beer world. And you probably years, had... You probably saw his Reddit article. Yeah. <laughs> you, you probably had friends that have worked at breweries that have yeah. gotten bought out by some of the big guys. Yeah. And it's made things weird. You know, it's... I bet. I like you, but, you know, I'm, I can't, I'm, support, I can't you support your employer anymore. Sorry. Nothing personal. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. Are we ready for break? Okay. Okay. We'll be back in 30. Unless maybe. we get bought out. <laughs> All right, it's time for Buy No Buy. Hey, and we're back Yeah, after a break. Good night. Josh's computer decided that uh, did not feel like working. Taking yeah. a nap. I mean, I don't feel like working either, but... You don't just lay down on the job and it, say, fuck it? <sighs> like my laptop tried to do? Well, you did put the laptop in the corner now, so... It's being a piece of shit. Huh? Well, and it didn't, it didn't do this at Divine. Like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, thankfully it didn't do this at Divine Barrel. Very true. The whole point of the uh, the laptop is uh, the mobile recording session, and yet uh, when it dies, that's a bad. 
Yeah, that's I was the, literally having that conversation with. Oh, it was just the other day at Old Mac. We were talking about the uh, the original original OG episode zero, <laughs> lost forever because of self's crap tosh. Oh yeah, that's right. God. Killed it all. He still takes credit for that, by the way. That one dying. So there's that. Hey, it probably should have died. Yeah, it was real bad. It was rough. Part of me would love to hear it just for just to see how bad it was. Oh god! No. But I don't think I'd make it very far. No. Anyway, it's time for buy and buy, Jeff. How does that work? All right, so we're gonna talk about the beer that we've been drinking through the show, whether or not we would purchase it with our hard-earned dollars. And uh, man, I'm excited for this first beer. Um, you know, was, uh, I think Wells and I were talking about this <laughs> at at the old OMB junket, right? And uh-huh. um, um, he uh, held up his phone screen. He's like, "Oh look." Triple C just tapped their steampunk beer. Oh, really? And I'm like, all right, we going. We going. Because he was like, oh, we could go over there and check out the, the new barley wine. And I'm like, yeah, no, okay, I could maybe do that. And then the, oops, or <laughs> ste- steampunk's out. Okay, cool. Let's go. And, let's go. Uh, so we ran over there, uh, got a couple crawlers. Uh, you know, and it, it's interesting, like, when I think of some of the the festivals and, and big beer events that I've gone to, there always seems to be like that one beer that that kind of galvanizes in my brain for like, that's like my association with it. You know, like the one time I went to black and blue, um, it was hop rocks. Like for whatever reason, that one just really grabbed me. And, and I thought that was super interesting. Uh, of course, I'll make a point was there too, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but you know, but stuff, whatever. Yeah, but whatever, but whatever. Stuff That's like why that. I don't drink barrel aged beers. That's right. Um, yeah. But uh, man, QCBF for me, uh, it, it, there were a lot of good like pastry type beers or a lot of good sours and IPAs and stouts and a lot of crap that was there too. But I mean, this steampunk beer just really stood out like in a class all of its own. Um, yeah, it was kind of like, not kind of, it was completely unexpected and different, especially yes. from, yeah. I believe they call that under the radar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did not expect this. It's a four, 4.8%, you know, or I guess if you've got some vodka, it's maybe 15%, you know, <laughs> as strong as you want it to be. Because like, who's, Make it how you want. Like, who's, do, who, who's doing that? Remix. You know, I really wish this steam beer had more bourbon flavor. I'm just going to drop a shot of bourbon in it. Oh, wait, that's a Boilermaker. I guess people do that. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. My bad. Um, Would you like to boil and make that beer, Jeff? Is that what you're saying? Man, like cut the lid off of this crowler and just like ka-chunk. ka-chunk. Uh, man, this steampunk beer is it's just it's just nice. It's different. It's crisp. It's it, I just I, I really, really love this beer. Big buy for me. Wells? You ever get really excited to see something like show up on the show notes like, oh, yeah, we're going to be drinking that today. Awesome. Like I've been looking forward to this since you Jeff got- picked up a crowler on Thursday and and here it is, yeah. like in in all its glory. And this is this is a fine beer. This is an absolute. Just there's nothing over the top about it. It's not too much. It's not flashy. It's just fucking good. This is really good. When you're that guy that says, "Hey, there's too many IPAs out there," this may be the beer for you. This may be the beer for you. Um, uh, that was something nice. In you know, like it's just clearly there are too many IPAs. Well, for one individual, sure. But this is a good option. You know, go to Triple C, have the steam beer. Yep. Boom. It is. And, and like, I kind of understand that. Like, you know, to go to someplace other than Old Mech and get a a non-hoppy beer, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. And yeah. it's real good. Josh? Well, duh. I mean, <clears throat> duh. Besides the, was it Blueberry Cobbler? 
that was yeah. Clay. Besides yeah. that, the, the, the cider. Yeah, that that thing fucking blew my mind. Uh-huh. This blew my mind too. Like uh, on equal levels. Mm-hmm. Like I did not expect this, and you know, like I have loved Anchor. Like I've loved Anchor for a very long time. This is a thousand times better than Anchor is. Well, I mean that anchor, that last anchor you bought was probably brewed five years before you bought it. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the other problem. <laughs> well, too. we're at a Red Lobster. Can, can you uh, uh, remind me what goes into making a steam beer? A steam beer. I mean, it's a lagered ale, or is it a? Uh, I can't remember if it's a lager yeast at ale fermented at ale temperatures, but it's like a hybrid beer essentially. Yes. So it's it's just nice. This yeah. is super good. Yeah, I, I hope this one actually becomes a permanent member of the roster. Yeah, they put out that um, B-I-E-R beer. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. I'd rather have this seasonally. Yep. Or or even... No, I want this year fucking like year round. round yeah. I, I would buy this all the goddamn time if it was available. Because it's nice just to have something that isn't hoppy. Yeah. It's low ABV. Granted, it's not football season, but that would be like perfect oh to have gosh. that during football. And Sitting just... out on a on a cool deck, yes. Got some, you know, some sort of like uh, protein on the grill. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Know what I'm doing tonight? <laughs> next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, so Josh brought us a couple heretic beers. Um, this one's called Evil Cousin. It's a double IPA. They're out of California. No, they're not. Not? They're from here. Not Charlotte, but they're in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm not, Okay. Maybe I got the wrong info from Untapped. I'll put California. Fairfield CA. Anywho, um yeah, uh this is a uh, this is a, a a nice always brewed and packaged only by Heretic Brewing, Fairfield, California. Oh. Shit. Okay. Okay, I don't feel so bad now. Um uh, yeah, so West Coast Double IPA. Um I like the hops in this. It's uh, not my favorite double IPA, but it's a good double IPA. And if that's the only one that's in the in the chill chest, sure. But um, that didn't sound like a very resounding. You would buy that, actually. I'm not buying it. Okay. I mean, I I, it's fine. I like it. Okay. I'm, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm not buying it. Well, I'm kind of with Jeff, but I will buy it. That's uh, fine. It's nice. Uh, kind of plain, simple, nothing flashy. It's, it's good. I'll buy it. Josh. I'm kind of with Jeff, believe it or not. Like, and I bought this. It's it's the other it's one. Fine. I like it's the other fine. one better, it's, to be honest. It's fine. Yeah, it's just there's like in there from a local brewery. Yeah. On the next show, we've got a double IPA, which I feel like is better than this one. So there you go. What are you gonna do with that? Yeah. Booty 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 booty. Uh so next no bye for Josh. Yeah, uh no next buy. one up. So um did I get these bass backwards? Yeah, you did. It's okay. Oh, I just the descriptions are backwards. Yeah, okay. but we did them in the right order. Yeah, okay. So that first one was evil cousin. This one's evil twin. How you can call yourself or call a beer evil twin is fucking beyond me. I mean, it's a red IPA. So I guess they could argue that it would not be confused with the brewery evil twin because it literally just has like four words in the description: red. India Pale Ale, not you know Red IPA with cupcakes, you know Twix <laughs> and uh, peanut M and M's and a hatred for my brother. Yeah, um, 
Red IPA. I haven't. I mean, it's been a hot minute since I've seen a red IPA. This one was okay, uh, but I'm not ever reaching for a red IPA. So no buy. Yeah, I'm not reaching for a red IPA either. This is. I'm sure it's fine for a red IPA, but I don't. I don't like them. This 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 was a this is a no for me, Josh. So this was a failed experiment on my part because sure. I have bought some stuff from Heretic before, like Make America Juicy again and a couple of their other hazy IPAs that are really damn good. Both of these were kind of disappointing. So, Womp, womp. Yeah, it happens. I mean, sometimes you you give a brewery a little bit of trust, and they either do as they should, or they fail you completely. Yep. Good job, Heretic. You failed me completely. (laughs) Final beer up. Uh, Final beer up. Uh, Going back to that comment about uh, breweries that only make the same beer, or uh, make a beer one time. Uh, Burial has one called Tonin the Barbarian. Um, it's a badass can. I mean, let's it, face it. It's a it's an interesting can for it's sure. A badass can. I'm, yeah, I I'm, like that. I'm not huge into style. their art style to begin with. Uh, it is red at least, which helps it stick out from all the rest of their cans. Yeah. Um, this is fine. Um, I, I would buy this if I ever saw it again, but I just don't have any confidence that'll be the thing. Nope, I'm not going to be. You know, it's like we have a lot of beers on the show, right? You know, thousands at this point that we've tried on this show over the last six years. And some of them like we'll have and I will try to commit them to memory. And I'm like, OK, if I see this, I'm definitely going to buy it. Um, I'm not worried when Burial comes up about remembering their beer because I just... You know you won't like ever I, see I, it again. Odds me, I mean, unless it's like Surf Wax or... Um, What's the the Pilsner that they do? Shadow Clock. Shadow Clock. I never see the same one. Yeah. So it's a good beer, though. I like it. Um, but I'm just not in the habit of buying burial beer. So is that a buy or it's a no, no buy. buy? Okay. Well, as far as names go, uh, this is like the simplest burial name I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Tonin the Barbarian. Right. I mean, it's not like the shadows of mortal realms or some yeah. stuff like it's, I mean, look, it's a hazy IPA from Burial. We I, kinda, I like we, shadows of the mortal realms before they got big. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's it's a hazy IPA from Burial, so you know there's at least going to be like a threshold that you know it's going to cross uh, in terms of quality. And, you know, this is good. It's, it's another hazy from Burial. So I, I tend to buy those and I tend to love them. And same for this. Bye. Josh. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. It's burial. <coughs> excuse me, burial is one of those breweries that has long earned my trust. And yes, sometimes they have some misses, but not this one. For the most part, I if it's something new from burial, I will buy it. Yeah, just so I can at least experience it for myself. Yeah, if not, bring it on the show. Sure. And yeah, this is fantastic. Big buy for me. So, Jeff, it's time for I Tap That. How does that work? Yeah, uh, let's talk about our favorite beer of the show, the one that we would like to have a keg of at the house. Um, I feel like this is not This is going to get a runaway real quick, but um, I only bought one thing, so there's that. But also, uh, I feel like that steam beer would be something I, I don't see myself getting tired of anytime soon. Like, it's just, it's nice and clean, and it, you know, like, just drinks well with everything. So, uh, definitely steam beer, steampunk for this guy. Wells? I mean, I got rid of my actual kegerator like a year ago, and this is the first time that I'm like, I would love to have my kegerator back so I could like throw a keg of that steam beer legitimately just on tap at my house. I, I want that. That is fucking good. 
Mm-hmm. So that's that's been one of my favorite beers we've had on the show in, in a minute. Yeah. So huge buy on Triple C. Where are you, Mr. Josh? Besides my nose leaking all over the place all of a sudden. Oh, damn. Oh, coronavirus. Yeah, I'm going to die. Coronavirus beer cast. He's got COVID. I mean, it's got to be the steam beer. Duh. It's good. It's damn good. Yeah, for it's sure. super, super good. I mean, yeah. yeah you know, it's, it's, I, I did buy one other one, but sure. yeah. Again, that, that whole like, you know. I could drink this with anything. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be in the mood for it. Yep. Okay, like, and although, you know, I'll say occasionally, like, I don't want something. I, I want something a little more, like, IPA hopped, right? But mm, that would go good every other time. Yep. Yep. So, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come check us out. Go to the web, craftbeercast.com. Uh, we're available on pretty much every podcast catcher that's out there. I mean, we're on Spotify and Google Play and Apple and iTunes and um, all that kind of stuff, you know. So listen, rate us, review us. Fuck Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher was like, oh yes, we're gonna we're gonna publish your stuff on your behalf and also stick our own ads in front of your shows, which you have no control over and you get no money for. Sounds cool, right? Right. No, no, we pulled our we pulled our stuff off of Stitcher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did once I found that out because fuck that. Yeah, somebody reached out and was like, hey, you guys know they're running ads? And I'm like, wait, what? Because, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff, you know, not that we, you know, have a, you know, Joe Rogan level amount of listeners or anything like right. that. But I mean, you know, like any kind of, yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, like people who listen and share it with others, like that's nice. Uh, those that support us on Patreon, that's super nice too. We're getting ready to have to replace some equipment because... Uh, Every couple of shows, uh, apparently the uh, the speed like gets all jacked up or something like that, and uh-huh. we get like we sound like demons. Yeah, we get like 0.5x speed on it or something like that. Josh has to go in and like manually we adjust sound it all. Demons. Um, but no, so it's more like we so, sound like this. Yeah, we, so we got a you know a piece of gear that we got to replace, and so that's uh, you know. Yeah, I mean everything that's in Patreon is is literally going to replace the equipment that we need yeah so and it's not like hey it'd be nice to have like something super fancy so we can show it off on our youtube channel but right you know no this is like literally legitimate like, like if you want to hear fixed. us anymore like we had to replace it so again you know those that support us on patreon thank you so much really appreciate it uh, patreon.com slash craft that is the one wells thank you uh we're also on facebook uh you know facebook.com slash craft uh twitter's at cbcast wells where can they find you i'm right here cool josh how about you you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Wells is running our Instagram account now. So. Oh, yeah, as soon as I log in. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that thing. It's, I thought about doing it yesterday, and it's like, uh, eh. I was having a little too much fun. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, unless you want a really blurry picture of Petey Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. So right. was I. <laughs> We will talk to you guys next Thursday.